0: All right, we're talking about Fahrenheit 451. Uh, First segment, setting. So in the setting of the book, it's futuristic with, like, where this uh, government has basically taken over everybody's minds by banning books and, like, any sort of knowledge and making everybody, like, enveloped with TV And the fake world making
1: them like numb to other things Yeah. so the government's basically doing is trying to make the people less worried about what is going on in the world so they can do stuff without the people worrying about what's happening like who's elected what's going on in the government and stuff like that because they're not really smart enough because when they stopped reading books they became less smart they became basically unequals and when you see the rich The rich still have books. The rich are still reading because they can afford that. But you see, most poor people, everybody's stuck to their TV. They're not talking. Everybody's worried about watching TV. And, like, the way that, like,
0: they're so, like, the government and the higher up in the society and, like, society is, like, knowledgeable about the way it is but they don't care because it's not affecting them, and they're, like, it's helping them almost to, like, get away with what they're doing, like, to do what they want to do. And, like, even with the, uh when, like, she, like, tried to kill herself, when, uh, when Mildred tried to kill herself, like, that's so common in the society that they live in that, like, they just have people to show up and, like, rinse your blood and bring you back to life and that's like a big like marker that like the society is like knowledgeable like the uh higher up like richer people and like government is knowledgeable about like the way that they're acting and they don't care because it's helping them
1: and, like, if you look at today and you look at the book about suicide and stuff, I mean, it's really basically the same. You just see it more in Fahrenheit 51 because they show it more. And when real life, you know, people don't really say nothing until they actually try to kill themselves. Like, and with the book and, like, how he
0: when um he... The author, what he puts... It, like, writes about the future and stuff. If we... Like, the way the society is now... Like, if it keeps going on... Like, how everybody's just, like... In, like Engulfed by, like, their phones... And, like, social media and stuff. And no one really wants to, like, read... Or, like, look into any, like, news or anything. They just believe what they see. Uh, like, that's how society is going to end up... If they keep going the way we're going right now. Like, with, uh... in like, in the... In the book, like, everybody just sits at home and watches TV and, like, listens and does whatever, like, pops up on screen. Like, at the—near the end of the book, when Montag's being, like, chased by the hound and the helicopter, and the man's on the news, he's like, all right, everybody open their door and look out in ten seconds, and Mon- Montag barely escapes, he, like, gets in a river and floats downstream, but— As soon as he hits the river, like, everybody... Like, all the houses he can see open up and, like, everybody looks out. And that just shows, like, how... ever Like, there's no rebellion. There's no, like, anarchy almost. There's no one to, like, question why is it... Like, if it's good or bad to listen to the government and, like, the TVs and stuff. Because everybody's the same. That's why, like, different people are needed almost like people with different uh agendas and like beliefs in society are almost needed to keep people from going numb to such like things like that
1: and the people basically think that they're telling them everything that's going on but when they're really just telling them what they want them to hear so i mean really it's not even like the government has all control over everything. So, I mean, if they don't want people to find out about something, they're not going to broadcast it. They're going to cover it over with a, a different story that people want to hear. But really, the people like think that they are getting told what's happening in the world when they're not. And
0: with the suicide, like Garrett was talking about, like they I don't think they broadcast, like, oh, this person tried to kill themselves today. Like, it is more... Uh, like, known about by the government and stuff, but they're still not broadcasting it because it would make people sad, and then, like, sad stuff they don't want to watch. They just want to watch, like, uplifting TV shows. We can end it now. Like, okay, end segment one. All right, second segment of the podcast. We're talking about the characters in Fahrenheit 451 with the characters the main character is Montag he's a fireman in the world and his job is to like go around and burn books basically to keep people from having knowledge so uh he's questioning like society as a whole and like everybody that is consumed by it if it's like really a good thing or not um he's a tall white dude He's all, like, ashy because of his job. Like, how he's burned and stuff or whatever. And in the story, he goes from, like, a normal person in that society, like, doing what everybody else does to, like, uh, Clarice, who is another character in the book. She was, like, completely broken away from society. She, like, read books and didn't believe in anything like the government or anybody else did. And a big question that everybody was asking is can like could he actually change like do you think he actually did which I do he went from the way he was before like acting like everybody else to running away from the mechanical hound and the police and stuff for having books and things and burning Beady with a flamethrower Because, like, I feel like that's a big change from what he started out as. And, like, back to saying,
1: like, with Clarice and um, Montag, like, when Montag's starting to realize that, you know, about the society not being right, like, how he's not happy, Clarice really started that in Act 1. In Act 1, she, you know, was talking to him, was making observations, she asked him if he was happy or not. And at the time, Montag said, Yeah. But then he he starts getting back home, talking to his wife, and you know they're at dinner one night, and he realized that he doesn't have a happy life, and his his wife is um she's suicidal, she's tried to kill herself many of the times, and she's you know depressed, she's not happy. And, I don't know, I don't
0: know. Like and then with Montag's wife Mildred. She is completely consumed. She watches TV all day. She doesn't work. She just stays in the house. And all her friends and stuff are the same as her. And, like, she doesn't have anybody in her life to, like, help her out of that hole. And when she's with Montag and they're, like, reading the books and stuff. And he's trying to get her to, like, open up to the new thing. Like, she doesn't want to. And... Even as, like, she doesn't think, like, she doesn't really care. Like, she has Montaigne as a husband, but she's not, like, a supportive character. She doesn't help him with anything. She just thinks about herself and her shows and stuff like that.
1: And it's like, their marriage is, like, they're not even, like, actually, like, they might as well not even be married. I mean, look at how they act. Like, they act like they're just two normal people. They're both not happy. It's just like nowadays when you see people like getting divorces and stuff, it's like that, except they're not getting a divorce. they're just living through it out. They're barely to speak to each other.
0: uh, um, yeah, like they just don't love each other, and it's kinda like they can't help each other because they can't even help themselves uh with that and so. That's Mildred. She is, she's not like a big character in the book, but she is there. And Montag, I mean, like, he does, I feel like he does love her, but like not in a husband loving way, more of like a friendship type thing. And back to Montag and his, like, fireman thing, there's uh, his boss, Beatty. He's like a, just like, um, enforcer type person like if you because he's like the chief of the fire people like so if you have books and stuff like he just thinks you're horrible and like he is almost like the enforcer kind of thing for the government like he's going out looking for people and like the like having the mechanical hound like scent, like have having the mechanical hound have the scent of contact so it could chase him down and find him is like a big thing that I found, like, that I thought about, like, he, like, Montag has worked for him for, like, a long time, and even though, like, you think they'd be somewhat, like, friends, as soon as he finds out Montague's books and stuff, like, even questions that he changes and, like, completely is, like, mean to him and wants to find out if he does, it even goes to getting his house burnt down. And all, like, trying to burn down the books, making sure that he can't go anywhere with them. And some other characters in there, like, uh, Dr. Fabar, he was like a, he was a professor and he had books and stuff, like, or... Montag thought he might have books and things like stuff that he's read because he does seem like very knowledgeable But when Monte asked for his help, he was very reluctant like or not I don't know if reluctant is the right word But like he was very hesitant to get him the help because he didn't want to get caught and He doesn't want to like get in trouble for anything So I don't know. I don't think because I don't think Fabar would like did anything to get him in trouble but he did help him with, like, Beady, And when, they, they, like, he got called in or whatever. He was helping him through the little radio thing. But Beatty found that out and got all mad at him. Uh, some other, like, slight characters. When he goes down the river and he goes out of town or whatever. Like, on the outside where, like, the homeless people are and the stuff. Like, he meets... I can't remember their names. If, or even if they had names. But he meets some people that, like, are helping him. They give him a chemical thing that changes his sweat or like his chemical combination almost to like where he sweats a different smell so the dog can't track him and they have like I don't know if they had books but they are like very knowledgeable like they knew a lot of stuff and even though they were homeless they were like regular cleanly people they didn't seem like dirty or dumb or anything. Yeah, they didn't seem like the
1: homeless people we have now.
0: Yeah. Like, they seemed like our society, or like our parents' society, but in the future, homeless. Almost. End of segment two.